of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, a game show where, temporarily, one of us is quizzed on a movie that does not exist. I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Wes, temporarily. (laughs) We'll be changing our names every single episode, and let me be clear, that is legally. We are going to the Social Security office. Going to the passport office, talking to the federal government. I gotta close this window and turn off the fan. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I've been sitting in my fucking 98 degree closet for the past half an hour, waiting for Wesley to finish writing his quiz while I regaled him with entertainment. He's been sitting in the cool comfort of his apartment the entire time while I fucking boil alive in here. And my water's gone. It's broke. Yeah, well, I run out of water every single time we record this podcast, so welcome to my world. I have a sore throat. I have I have a blister on my tonsil. I I'm take medication dying. that gives me chronic dry mouth. <laughs> it's called weed. <laughs> Uh, All right, (laughs) so I think we, so Ethan and I are recording after a month. It's been, it's been a long time. First of all, we're doing a completely new show and I don't even remember how we did the old one. Well, I think we should tell listeners that because of the ongoing strikes in Hollywood, uh, Ethan and I don't want to be, uh scabs and promote movies that are made by studios especially because if either of us ever became famous and joined one of these unions we would be prevented from doing so actually yeah so we actually couldn't (laughs) if we would like to we would not be allowed to uh and i frankly think i would like to maybe I'm I'm still young enough where I think I could make that turn. Even hell, even if I hit the age where Alan Rickman became huge, learning that I couldn't do it because I ran a show for 16 listeners every week, uh, and then they were like, "Hey, we, we checked out your uh, shitty podcast that you didn't like." I do like this podcast. That you for some reason it. didn't delete. <laughs> yeah, that you didn't delete because you forgot. <laughs> forgot the pod being logged. <laughs> I forgot the login, sorry. And I personally feel like I'm pro-union, and I want to, I like, I, I see myself having the career trajectory of Ronald Reagan, and I won't become Reagan. anti-union until my, you know, my 70s, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, uh, fuck the AMPTP, those guys suck. Yuppers. Every single week they prove to us that they're terrible. Maybe their new PR company can clean up their image. (laughs) The crisis PR team is on the way. Wait, what if I wanted to join the AMPTP? (laughs) Shit! I'm burning my bridges! (laughs) I was going to volunteer to become a CEO of a major movie studio. (laughs) Oh no! My uncle was going to let me inherit Paramount! <laughs> but now he won't! Anyway, so in support of studios, we are doing the hard, hard work that these people are not being adequately paid for, which is uh, creating and pitching movies that do not exist. And quizzing and each quizzing other about them. Uh, so we'll get into that uh, with the, after we do a quick sync. 
So I think <sighs> we should start off with just surprising each other with the titles okay. of our movies. I don't know about you, but my title definitely reveals what it's a uh, sequel to. Uh, mine, as I told you, is a mashup and is pretty clear the two things it's a mashup of. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. All right. I'll be quizzing Wesley on Barnyard of the Living Dead. Okay, so it's, I went Night, for a of series. Living... <laughs> it's Night of the Living Dead and Back at the Barnyard. Uh, first of all, the TV show is called Back to the Barnyard. <laughs> the movie was just called Barnyard. Ah, okay. I was more of a fan of the show. It was better. <laughs> so, like, I feel like there's almost never a case on Nickelodeon where the movie comes out and then the TV show is better. Like, I can only think of Barnyard and maybe the Jimmy Neutron. You could argue that the Jimmy Neutron show is better than the movie, but I feel like the movie has a pretty easy through line. I feel like Jimmy Neutron, the show, just benefited from fleshing things out. Yeah, and getting fleshier. And Back to the Barnyard just was smarter and funnier. Yeah. Even though the animation looked awful. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, fuck Viacom. Wes, what's your movie? <laughs> um, So I thought it would be a fun challenge for me to make sequels only to movies we've covered on the podcast. Interesting. So, I made Blank Check 2 Voided. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, uh, I, I approached mine because I had recently watched a video on Barnyard, and I was like, and I need a franchise to throw it into. Why not one of the oldest franchises? <laughs> um, We had talked about... When we are starting our quiz by talking about who the cast is and who's directing it. Oh, I've, I, uh, I fully threaded that into my questions. Oh, okay. And did you want to give a one-sentence summary or did you want to... I think that my title is clear enough to speak for itself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, uh, let me tell you, everything is based on the title. <laughs> I went... <laughs> I went full, this is a long-form improv piece, how far can we make it go, and I built all of that <laughs> as shoddily as I do improv. All right. So I'm not a writer. So uh, do you want to go first? Do you want to quiz me on your movie? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm not shy. I always volunteer to go first. That's true. In my school projects, I would always volunteer to go first. Which shouldn't be surprising. Uh, also, we've changed the way that we <laughs> do these quizzes, which you'll notice in just a moment. Starting off with true or false, Wesley. Kevin James plays Otis, one of the first cows to turn. <laughs> um, I'm going to say false. I feel like he he's the main character. I feel like it'd be too soon for the main character to turn zombie. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that even though I could tell you the answer because it's not a movie you can watch. I'm about to go through all of these questions <laughs> and let you live in silence just so you can hear what I was thinking. The movie that was in my head. <laughs> uh, true or false number two. Jed Peterson, the owner of the farm, was born and raised in Scandinavia, Wisconsin, and loves it there. Uh, true. Um, I think we all know that your heart uh, belongs to Wisconsin, so... I'm not just a cheese head. I'm a cheese heart. <laughs> cheese lover. <clears throat> true or false number three. Rita and Donald were going from St. Paul to a boat departing from Green Bay before stopping at Jed's ranch. So this just takes place in Wisconsin. <laughs> I wasn't aware that the, the farm... Is that, was that established before? Or are you just making that up? 
Uh, true, I guess. <laughs> I think I think I gave you a little. Uh, I pointed you in the wrong direction by saying it was based on Barnyard. I just used that as an inspiration. Mm, okay. True or false? Number four. Tulip. Rita and Donald's dog was a mastiff. Um, false. I don't remember a mastiff. I don't know. Now I'm being completely thrown. Is it is it based, <laughs> is it based on, based barnyard, on barnyard, or barnyard? I'll tell using... you right now. I'll tell you right now. No, it's not based on barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like a, pretty much a standalone movie. I I wrote an entire standalone movie not based just within the of the Living Dead franchise. Is that easier to to, okay. to wrap your head around? Okay. Okay. Uh, true or false number five. Jed inherited the ranch from his father. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. who else would he inherit it from? Mm-hmm. His mom? <laughs> when you picture a farmer, you picture an old white man mm-hmm. who's I don't Republican. Ha- <laughs> I realize that I don't have it anywhere in my quiz but i have a very clear actor playing the farmer would you like me to tell you who that is or would you like to try to to figure it out later on i picked uh kurtwood smith okay now i gotta look this up (laughs) go ahead and look him up you'll recognize him instantly i didn't realize kurtwood was (laughs) (laughs) the the father from that (laughs) yes Man, Kurtwood. I didn't realize that was one. That was one, it's word. one name, and it's his first name. <laughs> this is a man with two last names. Something I, as a man with two first names, deeply envy. Man, do you think as a kid he went by Kurt or Woody? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he went by Kurtwood. <laughs> Kurt Woody. <laughs> Kurt, what are you get your ass back here? I love Kurt Woodsmith. <laughs> yeah, he's good. That's why I cast him. Plays a good villain in Star Trek Voyager. That's who a lot... So when... <laughs> so... So when I was looking up... When I was doing my dramaturgy and looking up <laughs> actors from Wisconsin and actors from Minnesota... <laughs> Which is much harder than you might think. Uh, most of the pictures coming up for Kurtwood Smith were for Star Trek and not <laughs> that 70s show. Huh. Strange. Uh, and then true or false, number six. It's never clear whether the farm animals had rabies or were actually zombies. Mm, false solely because I feel like I've said true to most of these I don't know I don't even remember you alternated for pretty much everyone with one new notification from Facebook I have a memory to look back on with someone I don't talk to from college Ethan's addicted to the book (laughs) I love the good book (laughs) look I never needed X All right, moving on to multiple choice. Which pair of performers portray the native Minnesotans, Donald and Rita? A, Steve Zahn and Maureen Teefy. In case you're not aware of who Maureen Teefy is, she's one of a few actresses from Minnesota. Can I look her up? (laughs) Go ahead. It's going to be tough. The only thing, probably her two biggest projects were the movie adaptation of Fame and Grease 2. Maureen Teefy. I feel like I do recognize her face. That's crazy. No shade maybe, to Maureen Teefy. Maybe it's just because she looks vaguely like... Um... She just looks vaguely like uh, Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) 
A little bit. Yeah, I see that. It's like an off-brand. <laughs> she, she looks like... Um, she looks like the version of Sigourney Weaver. Have you seen Sky High? Yes. Remember how in Sky High they look back in the main antagonist's yearbook and they see like she had glasses and frizzy hair? Mm-hmm. She looks like that to Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Okay. Even though they're like the same age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe Maureen Teefy changed her name to Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my second option. So, A, Steve Zahn and Maureen Teefee. B, Cedric Yarbrough and Winona Ryder. C, Bradley Whitford and Jane Kaczmarek. Do you know who Jane Kaczmarek is? Name rings a bell. She's the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then D, Andrew Garfield and Sorsha Ronan. Uh, I'm going to go with B. I feel like Winona Ryder would be good for, she's good in horror, so. You know who Cedric Yarbrough, what? You know who Cedric Yarbrough is? No. Uh, he, (laughs) he plays Chocolate Giddy Up in Black Dynamite. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. (laughs) He's that one. Gotcha. Well, I'm. I'm not familiar that much with his acting, but I know Winona Ryder is very yeah. expressive. So. <clears throat> All right. That makes sense. Multiple choice number two. What's the name of the AM radio program that Jed listens to every night? A, from framers to farmers. B, but you were right. C, our fair nation. Or D, hey there, partner. I feel like the first and last option are too silly. I'm going to go with Our Fair Nation. That sounds like a nice generic NPR. I dig it. Multiple choice. Number three. Where does Jed sleep after allowing Donald and Rita to sleep in his bed? A. The barn. B. The roof. C. A rocking chair that holds the door shut. Or D. He doesn't sleep. He's taking watch. Um, I'm gonna say he's sleepy. He's gonna go sleep on the rocking chair, holding the door shut. All right. Uh, and then multiple choice number. Do I have six multiple choice questions? One, two, three. No, multiple choice number four. Who does Jed try to sacrifice to stop the slaughter? A. Himself. B. Donald. C. An effigy. Of, uh, an effigy of his wife Anna. I thought you were going to say D, a refugee. <laughs> a refugee. Or D. Salisbury the pig. Uh, besides Otis. The pig is the only other character I remember from Barnyard, so I'm going to say, uh, yeah, the pig sacrifice gets sacrificed. All right, I do have a bonus question for this one. How does Jed intend to sacrifice them? Um, he's going to slaughter him, make him into bacon. <laughs> Ham slices? Ham steaks? So I made myself a ham steak the other night for dinner. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah. I I wish I didn't like ham so much, and I wish there was a good vegetarian alternative to ham, but there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Yeah. My mom makes a good ham steak. She, yeah. like... I don't know what she puts on it. It's like almost caramelized, but I don't know. There's a way. It's usually like a, a brown sugar maple yeah, yeah. glaze to put on something. Yeah. Like, fuck, when you get those spiralized hams from the grocery store to make for like Easter, Thanksgiving, those are way better than the birds. <laughs> I almost never really eat ham anymore. I can't remember the last time I did it besides like bacon i suppose but i don't really like buy it from the grocery store or 
Like, I only I, eat it exclusively from restaurants where my mom prepares it. Right. It's a meat that I don't feel good consuming ethically. Yeah. But, fuck, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, the only meat I eat now pretty much is turkey and chicken. Because, fuck the dinosaurs, I saw Jurassic <laughs> Park. <laughs> I'm stronger than them. Turkey's... Are in America, yo. So <laughs> this just brought me back to a weird memory. Sorry if I've told this story on the show before. While I was living, and it's a Japan story, which is even worse. Uh, while I was living in Japan, I would go to the grocery store all the time, uh, and every single time I was there, I would look in the freezer section and see the one very small frozen American turkey <laughs> in the top left corner of one of the shelves above the ice cream, and I was like. I should buy that. <laughs> because I I didn't... You forget when you're abroad, the turkey is an American bird. Like, that's not a thing that's just other places. So I could have bought this very expensive, very old, incredibly freezer-burned frozen turkey in a Japanese grocery store. Probably riddled with preservatives. And... Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, I wish I had eaten it. Turkey's probably, like, in TikTok in Japan, there's probably people, like, talking about, like, have you tried turkey? <laughs> <laughs> there was, there's this, which makes me upset, because there's this one, there are a couple of YouTube short channels that I follow, which are like, have you tried this food in Japan? If you go to any grocery store in the country, you can find onigiri, which is basically a rice ball with a filling inside. <laughs> like, whoa! Everyone's like, that looks so good! And I'm like, it's fine. Uh, we don't need to exoticize countries' <laughs> grocery store food. <laughs> like, they're common grocery items. Yeah, these are very normal. Like, did you know that if you go to any Target in an American suburb, you can pick up a box of Cheez-Its and an interesting <laughs> toasty cheese chip. Looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. I'm trying to do the TikTok robot woman voice. Yeah. Back to this. Did you all miss us? This is the real meat of the show. <laughs> and my final multiple choice question. When do Don and or Rita finally leave the farm? A, when they get phone signal. B, after Jed kills Don. C, after they read Jed's note in the attic. Or D, after they hear a bomb dropped in the distance. D. You want to elaborate on that? We really need it for this season. We really need it. <laughs> or maybe I really need it. I, you're seven pages. Folks, I, this might not be in the episode. Wes told me he wrote a seven-page outline to this movie. <laughs> I have a paragraph. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, what was the option again? What did I pick? You picked after they hear a bomb dropped in the distance. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just picked they B. I'll just admit it. I just picked <laughs> B. <laughs> this is not the season for you to not listen I to my know. answers. <laughs> I'm having this is trouble. Not, I've been sitting at this not desk check for out. hours. <laughs> Repeat the question. Repeat Give it to me again, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. What, when do Don and Rita... Sorry. When do Don and or Rita leave the farm? A. They get phone signal. B. After Jed kills Don. C. After they read Jed's note in the attic. D. After they hear a bomb dropped in the distance. Maybe I should say explode. Does that make more sense? And the hero... The bomb is the hero? They hear a bomb (laughs) dropped in the distance. I was like, hero bomb? Is that like a video game movie? Bomberman. (laughs) I'm going to still stick with bomb. I feel like 
Yeah, the Wisconsin National Guard <laughs> definitely. Uh, we all know they're nuclear armed. Mm-hmm. Where do you think all the silos are? Wisconsin. It's the only way that the Republican legislature has come up with uh, preventing the high suicide rate of farmers in Wisconsin is by threatening to nuke. (laughs) (laughs) You can't kill yourselves. We're going to kill you. (laughs) And lay waste to your (laughs) century-old farm. (laughs) Your family's legacy will mean nothing. (laughs) In our post-apocalyptic <laughs> landscape in the nuclear winter of northern <laughs> wisconsin your suicide attempt will mean nothing <laughs> uh moving on to open-ended questions number one what startles don and rita awake their first morning at jed's house startles in the wake um ooh. I'm tempted to respond like grown-ups and say that there's an animal pissing on them. But I'm going to say they hear one of the pigs screaming. And they look out the window and they see, you know, a zombie livestock eating this pig's brains. Okay, open-ended question number two. What enticed Rita to go to the barnyard? Uh, Farmersonly.com. It was supposed to be kind of like a... I told you about the show Farmer Wants a Wife, right? No. (laughs) It's this Australian reality show that follows four farmers who are looking for a wife. In the first one, they get all of their, like, essentially the show creates a website and then women can ask to, like, date these farmers and the farmers pick, like, five or six options. And then they have to narrow those options down to three after meeting them all in person. Mm -hmm. But those three women go and stay at the farm with the farmer and they all have to help out with the chores and live the life of the farm. And then the farmer picks one of them to have dinner with him each night. And the other women have to make the meal. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So, yeah, it's kind of a farmer wants a wife situation. <laughs> and lastly, how does Otis the cow break into the house? Um, it's pretty simple. Uh, he, just like in the Barnyard movie and TV show, his hooves can easily change into (laughs) human hands. (laughs) And he simply opens the door. All right, uh, and then which would we do? The drawing first or the open-ended question first? <laughs> or the uh, or the what happens in this movie? Yeah, let's do the what happens in this movie and then we'll end it. All right. Yeah. Wes, let me know. Let me know. What, ha- what, what Tell me what you think the gist of this movie is. First act, second act. Okay, so uh, the vibe I get is that... It seems like, yeah, Otis becomes the first zombie. Maybe it's like a new mutation of mad cow disease. He's being fed cow. And uh, at the same time, uh, the farmer, Jed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Farmer in Wisconsin, he has uh, his girlfriend coming to visit him for the weekend, Um, but they quickly find themselves trapped within the farmhouse as most of the livestock turn into zombies. Um, It's spreading very quickly across the Wisconsin landscape. 
so help is not readily available. The some of the farm animals have the same self awareness as in the barnyard franchise. Uh, so they're also in the house. They're all survivors. Um, they're trying to make things work, and they're trying to prevent the farm livestock from breaking in. Uh, they eventually offered the pig as sacrifice uh, to try and just quench their hunger while they wait for the Wisconsin State Guard to uh, bomb them to smithereens. That's what I think happens in Night of the Living Barnyard. Is that... <laughs> barnyard of the living dead okay barnyard of the living dead <laughs> sorry i'm just accustomed to dead farms i love a dead farm all right and now audience it's time for everyone's favorite visual part of the podcast <laughs> where i will draw a picture for wesley of the movie barnyard of the living dead one of my favorite scenes from this film uh, and he's going to describe what's going on, when it happens, and who's in it. I have written a brief description of the scene, and I hope this works. <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, try and describe exactly what I see as he draws it. And most importantly, since the episode is running long, I'm going to do this as quickly as I can. I will give myself one minute to draw the picture. Okay. And go. Okay, so there is a bowl. No, it's a ladle. No, it is the face of a cow, I think. Yes, it is the face of Otis. He is angry. And he is. (laughs) He is eating. Um. What appears to be a it's it's a pig. It's the (laughs) he's eating a pig head. Um. Oh no no no! It's not a pig at all. Okay, so Otis is eating the farmer. He's still in his nightcap. And it looks like he had a nightcap as well. There, there, Fuck, there that's is, all the time I had! <laughs> Shit, I thought I could draw more in a minute! There's a glass right next to him, and he has a gun in his hand. Uh, this is the end of the movie. This is when the livestock finally get into the house, and the farmer dies. You know, I just realized something as I was doing that, uh, that fun little activity. Uh, <laughs> you know how we normally take notes... While the other person describes what's happening. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember <laughs> what I said. Yeah, that's fine. And you know what? While I go over it in the edit, too, uh, I'll be able to do that. The edit. <laughs> in quotes. Uh, cool. Um, so that's uh, that's the quiz on Barnyard of the Living Dead. Uh, when we come back after the break... I'll reveal to Wesley his score on the quiz. All right, Wesley, we are back. How was your week? Sounds aren't okay. We, aren't week. we just keeping... Yeah, should we, look, should I... we keep the answers in the same episode? We don't have to split Let me up. lie to the audience and say <laughs> that you watched this movie oh. over the course of the week, and now I'm going. we're going to talk about it because you've seen it. Yeah. I saw it. It's on Paramount Plus. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> love you, Viacom. <laughs> it was great. My favorite uh, Nickelodeon film. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the first question: uh, True or false? Uh, Kevin James plays Otis, one of the first cows to turn. You had said false. That's correct. Uh, Kevin James does not play Otis the Cow. He's actually a special live-action cameo in this movie. He's the first person murdered by the livestock. So this movie's done in live-action? Oh, this is a full live-action movie. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. I just couldn't get the which visual the style out of which, my head. <laughs> As you were watching yeah. it, you couldn't you couldn't see you couldn't really see it. No, no, no. I was just so overwhelmed by <laughs> I just watched Barnyard and whenever I see Barnyard, like I just see the world <laughs> as like Barnyard. It's like uh, it's like when you're playing a video game and you go outside, but mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing was like being outside. Right. Yeah. And you start like uh, crafting. <laughs> I pull out my I pull out my crafting table when I'm outside. Uh, the second question: Jed Peterson, the farmer, was born and raised in Scandinavia, Wisconsin, and loves it. You said true. That's just true. Kurtwood loves Scandinavia. That's why he took the film. <laughs> It really is Wisconsin just to have a, a place called Scandinavia. Not non-specific. <laughs> no, the whole the whole region. We had the we had the people of Scandinavia move to the region and they were like, I know what to call it. <laughs> people from Norway, Denmark, Germans, they love Wisconsin. It's Scandinavia. I I don't know if I would count Germany as Scandinavia. I would. I would call it that. <laughs> it's like Finland, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark is even starting to push it. I've been in a 98 degree closet for over an hour. Can you expect me to keep my cool? Yeah. <laughs> know your geography. <laughs> true or false, Rita and Donald were going from St. Paul to a boat departing in Green Bay before stopping Judge Rance. That's true. They're on the way to a cruise across the Great Lakes. Oh, okay. That was the plan. Yeah. Something I wanted to do. Just take a cruise across the Greats. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. It just sounds nice. Yeah, and the the reason why is they were initially going to depart from Milwaukee, which is a much longer drive, but due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, the port was changed. Mm. I realize that half of this is me describing to you the headcanon that I had. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, ports will do that to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false, Tulip? Reed and Donald's dog was a Mastiff. You were correct. It's false. Tulip was a Yorkie uh, who had unfortunately passed before the start of the movie. Uh, Donald and Rita carrying it in the trunk of their car. Mm. <laughs> uh, to give it a proper burial before shipping out. Seems so kind of no strange for a farmer. They're not. Uh, to re- so this this is where we had a disconnect. You assumed uh, that Donald was the farmer and Rita was his girlfriend. Donald is uh, Rita's partner, and they're traveling together from Saint Paul. They stop at Jed's farm because they run out of gas on the oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. The, the incident occurs. Which is, of course, that uh, Tulip the dog jumps out of the trunk of their car uh, and starts biting the livestock. So the dog is the patient zero. Patient zero, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. And we don't know why. Feel... It's never explained. That's weird because every zombie movie explains. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to believe the radio show that uh, Jed was listening to, it's because of... Uh, toxins in the air released by the new plant in Minnesota. Those fucking zombie plants. Those fucking zombie plants. Uh, true or false? Jed inherited the ranch from his father. Uh, you said true. Sorry, the answer is false. As we learned, Jed's father hated him. Jed married into the ranch. Uh, so it was his wife's ranch. Wait, 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 wait. For her father. Is it a yeah. farm or a ranch? <laughs> Ooh, you got me there. It's a farm. I wrote the question wrong. <laughs> this fucking this is city slicker. <laughs> this, this is the type of copy editing that would never <laughs> slip by a proper editor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Jed's wife, Anna, uh, her, fa- her father on the farm, Jed thought he was truly in love, but uh, as a generic man afraid of the world she couldn't stand him and she left him but he kept wow. the farm to himself she didn't want it she huh. longed for the city yeah, no. 
I would imagine that her family is upset that he is running the farm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> despise him. They despise him. So because they, no they also one, think no that one the, really likes him then. No, no, no. He is hated. That that's why he takes solace in this alt right radio program. Okay. <laughs> All of this is stuff that I did genuinely try to world build. <laughs> True or false, it's never clear whether the farm animals had rabies or were actually zombies. Uh, you had said false. This is actually true. It's not made clear by the movie. Is it one? Uh, the idea behind it is, is it one man's paranoia of the world around him? causing him to overreact and then taking it out on two strangers who've entered his home. Okay. So I, I, I'm starting to get the, the, the um, night of the living dead vibes where just like a group of people not necessarily related to one another are stuck. in exactly. the same. That is what the writers were going for. <laughs> Let me, this is exactly what I was going for when I was like, I had the tone was so hard <laughs> to narrow down on. And as the quiz was going on, because I had mentioned Barnyard as a whole, I was like, the tone is escaping. It is not <laughs> be what I conveyed at all. <laughs> Which during a normal quiz for this show. Yeah, that's the point. But when I'm trying to describe to you a movie that does not exist that I wrote, essentially. Yeah, I was ex- I was anticipating it to be more barnyard heavy. Yeah, no, uh, it became very, about 25% of the way through this quiz, I felt embarrassed. Movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a multiple choice. Which pair of performers portray native Minnesotans Donald and Rita? You were correct. My headcanon was it was Cedric Yarbrough and Winona, Winona Ryder for exactly the reason you said. I think Winona Ryder would have done a good job in a movie like this. Yeah, I can see it. That said, I do think that uh, the mom from Malcolm in the Middle should have gotten way more work than she did. Yeah, and I guess it's kind of your fault for not casting her. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even cast her in this movie. <laughs> you can that I made. <laughs> Honestly, it was a thing where uh, she was going to be cap- cast opposite Bradley Whitford, and I think he's worked plenty. So. Her career is entirely tied to this man. <laughs> that she did not choose for the part. <laughs> that I that I also chose for the part. <laughs> and turned down. <laughs> I would like to see Andrew Garfield and Sorcheron and try to play Minnesotans. It wouldn't be good. I don't, I don't think, think either of them would be good. <laughs> That's why I want to see it. It was my commentary on casting non-Americans, specifically regional Americans. I mean, I don't have a... Like, a lot of people get weird, too weird, I think, about, like, non-Americans being cast in, like, American, like, obvious American roles. Like, I remember when Henry Cavill was cast as Superman and people were like, but he's British! Superman. Uh, Superman's from Krypton. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know, as long as their voice works for the if they can make their voice work for the role, like like people are saying like um like men can play trans characters. Like people are object like saying that like that gender shouldn't matter. Like, anyone can play anyone, but then they draw the line at accents? <laughs> like, what kind of demented line? What kind of zigzag line are you drawing in the sand? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my my thing makes sense. Your thing doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, try- I'm trying to stay alive and awake. The next question, what is the name of the AM radio program that Jed listens to every night? You and I are on the same page. Uh, Our Fair Nation, I just think, is the the type of AM radio that an an elderly, hateful farmer would listen to. Should pitch it. 
<laughs> I, I should start it. Yeah. And it, it starts here. I bought a ham radio. I'm switching <laughs> I'm switching from digital podcasting to analog radio. <laughs> wow, you're not even like gonna pitch it to you're just not pitching it, you're just doing it. You're just I'm gonna just put doing it, it on the <laughs> airwaves and see if anyone can tune it to your frequency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll advertise. And then the money starts coming in. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow I'll make it. Uh, where does Jed sleep after allowing Don and Rita to sleep in his bed? Uh, you and I are on the same page, but I wonder if it was for the same reason. Uh, he sleeps on a rocking chair that holds the door shut. Uh, I I pictured Jed sleeping. Sorry. I saw because I watched the movie. Yes. <laughs> I saw Jed sleeping in the wheelchair with a shotgun, keeping uh, Don and Rita trapped in his bedroom so that he could keep a close eye on them in case they turned. I picked it more for the aesthetic choice of old man farmer in a rocking chair. It's just a good visual. I don't think there's a movie that has had old farmer in rocking chair that I haven't liked except for Babe. Mm, controversial. <laughs> no. And he's saying that after having watched Secondhand Lion. Do you ever see that one? So many times. I've watched Secondhand Lions at least four times. I've seen it quite a bit as well. It's a lot. It's <laughs> the it's quite possibly the most libertarian movie that's ever been made for children. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about it in those terms, but once you said it, I absolutely agree. <laughs> it's like it's like the cast, <laughs> the plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the most libertarian movie ever made. The outcome. I gotta have these goddamn lions on my farm. This is my property. <laughs> yeah, I'll hoard all my wealth underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gold. They literally keep gold underground. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we should <laughs> not support. Hey, guys, we're not advertising the movie Secondhand Lions. That said, we are going to watch it after this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, who does Jed try to sacrifice to stop the slaughter? Uh, I had originally written that it would be an effigy of his wife because I thought that was funny. Um, no, the pig is funnier. (laughs) Slaughtering the pig, preparing it, and then throwing it out to the zombie livestock is much funnier. The idea of preparing a meal for the thing that's trying to kill you. (laughs) How do you appease it? Well, you you try your hardest is how you do it i guess i because this isn't really barnyard at all are the animals can they talk after they turn they can (laughs) they become more intelligent (laughs) that's not a thing i thought of (laughs) i should have yes but i didn't uh when did Don and or Rita leave the farm? I decided this one at the moment. I do really like your National Guard pitch. Mm. Uh, but I had said after they read Jed's note in the attic, it was my headcanon that Jed would... Stark. Jed would commit suicide in the attic of the farm. Why? After realizing he can't adapt to society. Like, he can't <laughs> interact with strangers anymore. Like, he just doesn't know who he is. Wow, that feels like <laughs> Jed's story feels increasingly disconnected from the premise of a zombie movie. <laughs> like, well, for no, him, no, 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 no. it's just like, I can't deal with strangers, and also, there are zombies outside. <laughs> but that well, the is worst part. second to the fact that there are well, the, 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 worst, the worst part is, the, the, way that I was, the, that I, the way that I was trying to, like, thematically create the movie was it's like a man who whose life had become so insular that he would imagine crises and how he could succeed and lead through crises but he can't even become the man he thinks he is in a crisis that he has imagined and thrust onto people okay it's not a good movie. There's a reason that they didn't make it. 
We should you should include what you think the Rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you at the end whether or not I'd watch it again. <laughs> That's staying. Uh, what startles Don and Rita awake their first morning at Jed's house? You actually nailed it. It's a uh, it's zombie livestock eating a pig <laughs> screaming in the yard. Nice. And you know what I should have been. You know what I should have been doing uh, over the course of this quiz? Scoring it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say record. <laughs> <laughs> record it. Daryl. Wow, now that I'm actually scoring it, you did uh, quite well. I was wondering if we would do better <laughs> with movies that don't exist than actual movies. <laughs> Probably is the answer to that. Because this isn't like movies. This is how well do we know the other person's like creative inclinations. Yeah, fair. And also, uh, since they don't exist, we can kind of like uh, pivot on the fly whether or not it's right. Hell no. I spent seven. Oh. I wrote seven pages <laughs> of my story. I'm not pivoting. Five, six, seven, eight. Single space. <laughs> Uh, so moving out of the multiple choice section, you have nine total points. Okay. For open-ended... Yeah, so... Uh, what enticed Rita to go to the barnyard? You said farmersonly.com. So this is actually... That would have been what enticed her to come to the farm at the beginning of the movie. Uh, I should have been more specific that this is something that happens during the second act. Uh, she's convinced to go out to the barnyard. And it's because there's a note that's slid underneath the bedroom door, which says, meet me in the barnyard. And it was written by one of the sentient farm animals after they'd been infected. I'm starting to wonder if this is more influenced by Click Clack Moo than so much. uh... Uh, Barnyard? Well, actually, meet me in the barnyard is based on the barnyard video game where you'll get multiple texts... (laughs) on your phone from characters from Barnyard that says I need to talk to you. Meet me in the Barnyard. (laughs) Sounds like a really great game. (laughs) I've heard it's good. (laughs) And then my last open-ended question, how does Otis the cow get into the house? Uh, You said simple, just like the movie and TV show, his hooves can change into human hands and he simply opens the door. While I do like that, uh, it is an extremely powerful milk blast that uh, just cuts through any barricades. Yeah, I should have should have guessed at some point that you would your mind would wander to the utter. Uh, and then open-ended questions. You said vibe is that Otis becomes the first zombie. It's a new strain of mad cow disease because he's being fed cow. Uh, there was an original version I was creating it where I did think it was that. Um, I'll give you a half a point for that because it is close to the rabies thing that I was pitching. Okay. At the same time, the farmer Jed has his girlfriend coming to visit him, uh, but they find themselves trapped in the farmhouse as most of the li- farm, uh, livestock have turned to zombies. Half a point for that, as I mentioned before. Uh, Rita is not Jed's. Uh, it's spreading very quickly across the Wisconsin landscape, and help is not readily available. Uh, some of the animals have the same self-awareness as the Barnyard franchise. Well, Wes, you did get that correct. So, the like, most zombie content usually is an allegory for something yeah so is this supposed to be an allegory for the alt-right sweeping across wisconsin (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) that's what i was going for that's uh that's as much as i could pitch with uh 90 minutes of creative time (laughs) before i went to disneyland Uh, Not all of us have that luxury. Some of us have to put in (laughs) another hour and a half to get the seven pages done that were assigned. We (laughs) did... Folks listening, we had like a two-hour brainstorming sesh of how this show was going to work. It was like 35 minutes. And (laughs) then we gamed. (laughs) And then we played video games. We did not think about how much effort we were actually going to put into this. Because Wes thought it wasn't going to be a lot, and then ultimately put in a lot more work. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can do this every week. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I had that crisis when I started this, and my brain just went, 
well, then don't work hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm so just I, a hard worker, and I can't... Yeah. It, that just doesn't come easy to me. Uh, so your final score... Or Wait, no, I can't do final score. Before we get to these <laughs> live drawing questions... <laughs> Uh, it is 9, 10, 11, 12 total points. And then on the live drawing, what I was attempting to draw was a cow destroying a gas station to eat the attendant, while Tulip, <laughs> the Yorkie, <laughs> kills a cop with a shotgun, which is at the beginning wow. of the second act. Okay, so I was the only thing I got right was that it was the cow eating someone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a point. But how much can I really take away from you when I only drew one quarter of the things that I needed to draw? You give me one point. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get. So, Wes, at the end of this quiz, you've received 13 points. Wow. I've got to ask you the question. Ethan, would you watch this movie again? No. And I wouldn't write it again either. <laughs> what I wanted to go for was uh, a dairy farmer in rural Wisconsin who has succumbed to the poison of alt-right radio. <laughs> and how that can affect someone. With the zombies being an allegory for that. Uh, I actually based my uh, visuals of this on the two different play versions of Night of the Living Dead that I've seen Daryl perform in our hometown <laughs> while I was in college. <laughs> Were they from the same company? Company, yes. It was, th it was something they did every wow. year. Wow. Okay. And do you know what's... <laughs> this is... Uh... Obviously, I mean no shade to Daryl when I say this. Daryl was literally the only part of the show that was worth watching <laughs> at all. <laughs> did he play the same role both years? Yeah, he did. Wow. The second year, he was not even supposed to be in the show. <laughs> <laughs> he was just supposed to help like produce and direct. And then the entire cast like quit. And he was like, well, <laughs> I guess I gotta do it. <laughs> Not trying to slander this independent theater company. <laughs> but fuck if those weren't some of the worst shows I've ever seen. Wow, that's Daryl, if you're listening, you, you University great. Theater at UW Madison. Oh no, that was worse. You're right. That was worse. <laughs> I saw actual theater performed by the UW theater department. That was worse than this independent production of a movie yeah. as a play. I believe it. UW Theater Department was so bad. It was. Yeah. I can't believe I... I don't like to think about it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wes, would you watch uh, Barnyard of the Living Dead again? Uh, or at all? No. Really just makes me want to watch Night of the Living Dead again. <laughs> I would want to. I've I've never seen it. No, you haven't. Okay. Not well, um, unless you count the two live stage shows that I saw. <laughs> I saw it one time years ago. I barely remember it. I do remember a high school production of it better than the movie. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that, that I, I should have mentioned, I just forgot to write it down. It was my headcanon that George Romero was directing <laughs> this movie as well. <laughs> I have no idea when it was when it would have been made, but yeah, I feel like it's a it's an early 2010s, like yeah, it was, like it was Walking like Dead just became really big. Exactly, <laughs> that's actually exactly what I was thinking. It was like George Romero trying to get the Living Dead franchise like back, yeah, from the mainstream. Around the same time With... that Scott Walker swept Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he was choosing it as the location. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, an episode of this show. Wes and I are going to talk afterward about which one goes up first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Uh, you've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan 0 and Wesley 13. You can find this movie nowhere. It does not exist. Uh, if you want to build the Dream Machine from Paprika, which is a movie we can promote because it's from Japan. Uh, if you want to build that and slap it on my head, then you can watch it with me, baby. Uh, you can follow us on, and I'm going to say this exactly the way I see it in every single news article I read. X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't, we ain't seen it. On X, formerly known as Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose on Letterboxd at eGeese, and you can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwee. And remember what our show used to be like. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>